I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. Hi, my name is Jordan Pacheco, and you are listening to the Glad Trad Podcast, Episode 1, Live from Quarantine. That's just a fancy way of saying that Rudy and I are not in the same room together as we normally record since we don't want to catch Wu Flu and die. Being in quarantine also explains the fallout music that you hear. Fitting, right? This episode was broadcast live with a video component on YouTube, which is a format Rudy and I will most likely keep for future episodes. We hope you enjoy this episode, and please keep us in your prayers as we continue to pray for you. So, uh, Rudy, how is how is quarantine treating you a whole three miles away from me? Uh, wow. Okay. Well, now, I, what is it? The fourth week? The fourth week, right? Well, it's like the third going into the fourth. Yeah. Third going to fourth. Uh, I got to say, it is way better now than, <laughs> than like week one and two. Mm-hmm. Week one and two, I was like getting ready to kill myself. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's not that's not a good joke. But seriously, Whoa. I was oh, excommunicado. I was very that. having a hard time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, here's the thing: you're uh, you're in a different position than I was because first off, thank you everybody for your prayers. Uh, my darling fiance caught COVID nineteen, and uh, it it played out like a like a like a bad pneumonia, mm. and we're very very happy that she didn't have to go to the hospital. Um, you know, but seeing it in real time and close up uh, was, was obviously a really, really crazy thing because nobody knew what it all entailed at that point. This happened pretty much in week one of quarantine. So, you know, um, so thank you everybody for praying. Uh, Jen is, is, uh, is pretty much almost officially out of the dark. Uh, what happens is you need a double negative test in order to get it all out. Mm-hmm. First one came back, it's not detected. We'll see how the second one goes. But uh, the nice thing is that this means she has immunity which means if anyone wants some coronavirus blood and <laughs> antibodies, <laughs> then we can, we can sell it up to the highest bidder and uh, support uh, the Glad Tribe podcast, Dank Meme Habit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't get anything, which is interesting. So I hear that a lot of people are asymptomatic. So maybe I have antibodies too. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I got swabbed just for the heck of it a couple of days ago because now testing is becoming a little more readily available. How is um, that, Jordan? Like, what, what's the test like? Do they really jam it up your nose? Yeah, okay. So the answer, it seems to me, is... Well, the answer is yes. They do jam it up your nose, and your mileage may vary, is what I've learned. So my guy, I went right down the block me as an urgent care, and I just went, and the reason I did it isn't because I have any symptoms, because if you don't have any symptoms, they won't take it. But if... Uh, but I was like, I need some work clearance so I can actually, like, you know, work again. <laughs> so... Uh, I had a doctor just kind of do a swab and it goes, it does go up your navel, uh, nasal cavity. So it goes like here, you know, it feels like it's going to scratch your brain, but like when you pick your nose too hard, does it feel like, yeah, (laughs) well, it's like that, but it's not as as satisfying. Right. Because there's a moment of regret after, (laughs) don't give me that look. You started. Oh (laughs) no, but it was, but so it was, it was uh, two seconds of kind of uncomfortable for sure, but it didn't hurt. And then he took it right out, and apparently you get the results in two to ten days, and it lets you know if you have a detection of one of the two popular strains or if you don't. So oh, we'll find out. So it's like uh, it. it's like mummification. They're like jamming it in there, trying to get your brain out with the hook. I always knew you were going to squeeze mummification in sometime. I didn't <laughs> know what you were going to do. <laughs> uh, as you can imagine, I'm sure that you've been getting kind of a lot of cabin fever, though, for, for this whole uh, experience, right? Yeah, I have actually. But it, the reason why it's gotten better is because I've been able to go into work two days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't lose my job or anything. Uh, hopefully, God. Uh, hopefully it stays that way for now. Um, I'm just kind of working from home. But since I work in a studio, I can't, uh, I can't bring any of the product home. I can, but uh, since it's so expensive, like every day I'm shooting maybe $10,000 or plus worth of product. Uh, I'd rather not bring it home with me. So what I do is what I, I do is I check in, um, you know, clock in during, during work and, uh, mm-hmm. clock out, go to lunch, go to lunch. <laughs> That's right. like, walk 10 feet to the kitchen. Yeah. And, <laughs> and two days a week I go into the studio and it's really interesting. They, um, 
they have given us uh, like clean suits, like clean room suits and mm-hmm. masks and gloves and all kinds of stuff so that we don't get sick. But there, it, in reality, it's like less than a skeleton crew. It's uh, maybe yeah. uh, five or six, maybe 10 people at, at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And we've taken precautions too, where uh, our, our particular studio is interesting because it has, I think there's seven people in the studio. Um, at one time and we're secluded we're off in our own little building and uh, yeah. which is cool because we don't have to hear everybody's like terrible music uh, <laughs> well it looks like that's a plus <laughs> yeah it's a plus but so, yeah and so um so when when we started to go back we decided we're going to stagger the uh, schedules so that only one person is in the studio at a, at a particular moment in time in the day. Okay. So I have the studio to myself, and now I blare my my bad music. You know, <laughs> is, it, is it is it seventeen different renditions of Ave Maria or uh, yeah the vapor you know? the vaporwave version of Ave Maria? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, that's good. That's toasty. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, real quick for those who are watching, if you haven't already, please go ahead and like. If you haven't already, please subscribe as well every little click every little like every little share really helps us if we get up to 100 subscribers we can actually start doing community posts which will let us uh give better notification for live streams and that sort of thing so uh, and of course we're going to try to make sure that the podcast is available afterwards and you can see that pretty much every place a good podcast is sold including uh buzzsprout.gladtradpodcast.com but then you can go to itunes and spotify our heart radio all these different places and see more of us. And <laughs> I want to mention real quick, because I'm very proud of myself. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, I have a Twitter. And by I have a Twitter, I mean GladTrad Podcast has a Twitter. So if you want to, you can follow us along there at GladTrad Podcast. And I was so happy, so happy that was still open because Twitter tried to give me like trad glad first. And I was like, Jack Dorsey has a thing out for mm, us. So no. I was like, no, so I'm not going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> um, let me tell you the nice thing about quarantine on my end, aside from the fact that for uh, a couple of weeks, this place really was like the, um, remember the bubble scene at ET, right? Where it's like all the scientists come to take them away and it's just like a quarantine zone to the max. I've never seen that. Out. I've never seen that movie. You've never seen ET? No. <laughs> can I get some Fs in the chat, please? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And we, could, and we could do that. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know what ET is, but I've never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, actually, before before we uh, we continue, I just want to say hello to everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much for commenting. If you have any questions too, we'd love to hear them. It's it's hard because it goes by so fast, but believe me, we we love every little bit of interaction. Hello, Joel Lee one zero two eight. It's true, you don't have to have your coworkers complain about terrible music. Uh, Michael, how's it going, dude? Thank you so much for the compliment. Happy you're here, Grace. Uh, my 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 dear Genevieve is on her YouTube this time. So she doesn't have to uh, sabotage mine anymore. Shane, of course, how's it going? You better believe that is our St. Vitus flag. Over here uh, is a flag of our church, St. Vitus. And to the right is the papal flag. So uh, it's a nice combination. I Filthy think. papist. <laughs> Filthy papist. I love, you know, I love that word. I love papist. It throws, <laughs> it throws people off. People are like, like, you know, you'll be praying at lunch and your non-Catholic uh, friends and coworkers will be like, what is that? And you're like, I'm a filthy papist. And they That's, don't, uh, and they never don't quite know to how to before. take that. <laughs> 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 um, so what I was going to say is, so obviously this whole quarantine coronavirus thing, uh, by the way, apparently we can't say coronavirus with YouTube if we were monetized, we monetize us. So I'm oh. going to say the thing. Yeah. I've been, I've been learning a little bit. So what about, chat. what if you say like the Wuhan or something? The Wu flu? Yeah, the woo-flu. <laughs> Say it fast, so it's like, woo-flu. Woo-flu, yes. Because <laughs> it comes fast, it goes fast. All right. uh, what I was going to say, this is something nice. Maybe you've noticed this in your neighborhood, Rudy. But because people are getting cabin fever and they're also out of a job, what people are doing is there are a lot more walks with families mm. and with their kids. And mm-hmm. So even though I live across from John Burroughs High School, um, it's really nice. I, I take like a walk in Burbank and Jen and I take walks. And what we see is there are a lot of families and their kids and their dogs out just, just walking, you know, just having some genuine time together. And, um, I've been, I've been with Jen and I have been mapping out Burbank little by little, like different streets, just kind of around the house, just for a little walk. So it's actually really nice. That's one positive I'll say about this whole thing is, is, is I think that families are kind of having some more time together. And I'm noticing that 
there's an uptick, which is cool. That is pretty wholesome. I I uh I don't suggest you do this because I think it's going to get worse and people are going to not allow you to do it anymore. But um, Ashley and I have been taking little road trips, and uh, when it yeah, well, you know, we mostly stay in the car, so. Um, but we went to death Valley the first week that it was like, stay at home. And, uh, we're like, I can't, I can't stay home, (laughs) but, but we drove up there. It's like a three or four hour drive. And, um, uh, just the whole trip there and the whole trip back, we had some really wholesome conversations and just kind of talk to each other. I mean, we talk to each other all the time, you know, it's, we don't have like, uh, that hasn't disintegrated at all or anything. It's just, it was different because we didn't really have anything else distracting us. You know, like there's no work. Well, at that moment there was no work. There was like no, you know, traffic or, you know, we weren't tired or anything like we're well rested. We're just sitting at home. So, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I, I can actually completely relate to that. Um, Again, one positive I, I was walking down the street the other day and what I heard is uh, a family inside their house had, I assume built a haunted house because you hear like the scream of the kids and some, Whoa, and like there's like some thunder effects. It was really, really cute. Jen and I walking. And, Wait, uh, recently? We, yeah. Like as in, as in like uh, earlier this week. Wait, why? What are you snickering about? <laughs> a haunted house in like March? Oh, look, man, the world's gone topsy-turvy in a very short amount of time. (laughs) So uh, what's nice about it is, yeah, there is more time to really enjoy each other's company. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, we've had, we've, we, we play, okay, so I have to, I have to give a, you know, it's like, I talk about my fiance, like I love her or something, but uh, Jen is a master, a master at Scrabble. I've never known someone to win so ruthlessly as she does. Words that I didn't even know existed. And so we've been playing a lot of Scrabble, which is a really, really good relationship strengthener, by the way. Because if you can stay together after five rounds of Scrabble where your fiance destroys you, you can probably stay together through anything, is my guess. <laughs> That's the, the new prerequisite for marriage. I honestly think that if, if for pre-Cana, if priests were like, how many rounds of Scrabble have you guys played? And, uh, and the answer was, you haven't played any? Yeah, the, the church shouldn't allow you guys to get married. What if you don't know how to read? <laughs> you want to admit something? You, you wanna, <laughs> since, confessions, since you can't go to confession, anymore, you want to confess here? <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> mm. Ooh, I wish I had a nice beverage with me. Oh, yes. The only Uh, thing I have is... uh, It's still brought to you by Aquafina. Should I drink this Epiphany water? Okay, so... (laughs) No, you got to save the Epiphany water. That is a hot... That is as hot of a commodity as toilet paper. Look, yeah, I'm halfway... Almost halfway through it. Well, uh, mine is... My bottle I gave to my parents because I love them and I honor my father and mother. Hmm. Just letting you know. Oh, since we're we're in video format now, I can do a little show and tell, guys. Uh, from our pipe episode i can show you oh no yes 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 what my first pipe looks like <laughs> that is my little pipe my bulldog there she pipe. is miss america she's gorgeous <laughs> i just stained her a little bit more so so for those that don't know rudy essentially essentially has Here's a small one. business on the side restoring pipes this one's from ireland oh beautiful this is my newest one and this one I just got in the mail and it's in the works. Oh, that's wonderful. I am not keeping this I want one. to, I, I don't have nearly as robust of a collection, but I want to share it because I, I feel left out. So I'm going to put my headset down. All right. Just walk over for two seconds. Because <laughs> while you have more pipes, I'm proud of mine. So I just have like, Ooh. you know, your typical. Look, here's, here's the other plus of, you know why you should get married, people? Why should you get married? First Rudy? off because it's a sacrament but second off because i i just got a frosty beverage from ashley who's in the other room thank you babe wow okay so i want to say you know that Ooh. that makes me sad because oh my uh, jen jen is in the other room um but she hasn't gotten a frosty beverage what's that mean hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so just, my scrabble compliment. yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't pass the scrabble test bro i'm sorry Ooh, man oh it's like oh we're gonna oh, it looks like counseling we're not even married this is my favorite pipe 
I just want to show everybody because obviously we have some we have some of our uh, subscribers are actually really big pipe enthusiasts. And so my favorite pipe is this church warden one, which is essentially the one that Gandalf and Bilbo smoke in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, so it's the nice thing about having a longer stem too is that it's a cooler smoke. So if you're kind of new to pipe smoking and uh, <laughs> and you want to <laughs> and you want to kind of you know not not experience the the whole bite of the basilisk just yet, this is a really good way. It's because it's a longer stem though. It's a really really thick bowl or long bowl, deep bowl. English is hard, and uh, it's a very fast kind of smoke. It usually takes about uh, maybe like seventy percent the time from maybe like one of Rudy's pipes a little bit more, but I recommend it. It's very, very good. Chat, um, chat's like, uh, who cares about pipes? Oh, who cares about pipes? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, shout out to chat. How are we doing? Grace, hello. Good to hear from you. Felix, riding a tandem bicycle together is a true test of integrity of any relationship. Truly. That, that actually is true. I would love to do that. Uh, Joel wants us to know that drink something with at least 60% alcohol to kill the woo flu, but not too much. Hmm. Yeah. just enough to almost turn you blind but not quite yeah i have some of that i have some irish moonshine <clears throat> oh, <yeah. laughs> i have some new mexican moonshine yep i would not recommend it is like paint peeler hmm. so uh what i want to what i want what i think is important also is uh the fact that this is the first time in our lives as far as i remember for not weather related purposes in my life that uh mass is like gone yeah. in a way mm -hmm. you know it's we're very very blessed to be at a church that has a good live stream mass and if you're a subscriber and you're looking for a mass go to livemass.net shout out to the fraternity of saint peter and to our own priests and there are a lot of churches all over the world which put on the latin mass in live stream format so if you want kind of a break from whatever other uh, mass you should be watching at this point that's a perfect time there's actually mass in an hour at seven o'clock our time, which uh, we are going to watch. So, um, or and participate in as best we can, of course. So, livemass.net is what you want to do. Um, and since there's nobody there, there isn't. It's not a dialogue mass, so <clears throat> nobody's accidentally saying anything out loud. You know what's nice? Let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing that's nice about a live mass, um, live stream mass. It's always been a pet peeve of mine. Maybe it's been yours too, but I just want to—I just want to hit it real quick. You know, in the Saint Michael prayer, I can feel the comma: Saint Michael the Archangel, and then everyone should come in with defend us in battle. Mm -hmm. but what you get is you get Saint Michael, and then you get a sputtering of the Archangel. So have you have you been have you been coping all right? Because I got to tell you, the first week when it went from okay, well, masses might be able to be had, just keep a social distance to there is no mass, but there's still confession and the other sacraments to there is essentially no sacraments unless it's a state of emergency, whatever that means. Uh, it was hard for me, man. I mean, and for a lot of people I could tell, it was just like having our souls ripped out for a second. Yeah, I agree because... I think a lot of people were concerned, me included, continue, I continue to be concerned because, uh, you know, when does it end? Yeah. When, when is it going to be okay for us to, to get on with our life? You know, I, I think it's the same question that people are asking in regard to the economy. You know, yeah. they're, they're asking, okay, well, we can't just shut down the economy for two months. It's going to be irreparably damaged what do we do but at the same time then people are thinking about well how many people are going to die and then and then you know a couple of days pass and then it turns out that like people are saying that uh you know maybe the the original idea uh, the original model maybe isn't correct and you know i don't know i don't know what the right answer yeah. is uh, all i know right. is that, I, I... that it sucks <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I can't, this is the time I think for a lot of people when they realize if they have a good priest or, or a good shepherd or bad shepherd. And I will give credit where credit is due. I do, I, I'm very much fond of Archbishop Gomez's prayer for the time of coronavirus. I think that that was, about a, that was very, very appropriate and it was very well written. And then uh, I got I to gotta hand it to Father Friar and Father Masudi at St. Vitus because they did everything that they could while still maintaining obedience uh, to this whole situation. So Father Fryer, one thing that he did was when, when we couldn't go to Mass anymore, 
for confessions, he actually set up confessionals outside. Um, and so the screen was far enough away that it would have been the social distancing standards and, uh, and we still had confessions until, you know, that were told that that was no longer possible. Um, he's done, you know, the live stream has picked up and uh, now it's nice to see that the Scola for choir is coming back for their social distance. There are also servers again, which is nice. And also, in case anyone is really kind of seen, uh, they've been really proactive with St. Vitus. So a lot of stuff, repairs and replacements and kind of furthering the progression of the church's interior next year have been just, this is like the perfect time for them to get a lot of maintenance and improvement done, which mm -hmm. they have been. Mm -hmm. So I, I remember the last homily, he said before, the Sunday before we couldn't go to mass anymore was uh, very powerful. And he said, everybody needs to chill out. And it's always nice when you hear a priest say those words, but uh, I think it's true. It's funny because for the first time in our lives, what we assume is everywhere, the mass is just everywhere. There are multiple times for the mass. You know when confession times are at four different parishes around and everything. It's like the heart of what makes life worth living, the source and summit of the Christian life is just gone. And it's not, it's not come through, uh, through bloodshed, right? Which is, you know, it's not come through red martyrdom. It's, it's come because of cooperating for the sake of, of, of plague and whether that's good or that's bad. Uh, I'm very, very happy that a lot of, a lot of priests, especially ours have been doing the best they can by offering the mass live and allowing us to still participate in it. It's awesome when you tune in. I, I like watching the mass live <clears throat> because I know that I'm uniting myself to that sacrifice that's still taking place. And I wish I was there, but yeah. you know, I, I can be there with my heart as it's happening. And I'm really thankful for that, um, for that opportunity that we have. Uh, yeah. I was talking to Ashley the other day. I think it's, it was very providential. If you look at it, um, a few months ago was when live mass was launched officially or maybe finalized or something like that. And then maybe a month or two after then this whole thing happened and just imagine what it would be like without having the opportunity to tune into a mass like that. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. I, I it's, you know, maybe not worth even getting into, but I, I, I think it's enhanced my, stay at home uh, to be able to be, to tune into mass and, you know, still retain some sort of normalcy throughout all of yeah. this. You know? Regimentation is important, obviously for the life of a Catholic and it's, it's hard, but one thing that Catholics across who are, or are walking, you know, into a more devotion in their faith, we all do is it's like every Sunday you have to go to mass. What this has done is this has taken that kind of Sunday regimentation that at this point is just drilled into us. You know, mm -hmm. it's like even even if you're in a state of mortal sin, like even when I'm in a state of mortal sin, I don't like I'm like, well, I can't go to mass today. Um, every time there there have been moments where I've had a dispensation because of of, of work or 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 inability. And uh, but the answer is every time I'm like, man, you know, all I want to do is go to mass. My Sundays, my days are just devoid of it. And since I live so close for Monday and Wednesday and Friday mass, uh, you know, it's like, it's gone. But now it's like, okay, seven o'clock every day, you know, is, is mass. And I got to structure my day so that, especially since I work from home, so I can really prepare myself. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I've been, I've been dressing up for mass. Um, I've been, you know, I put out like a little stand with like the holy water and like the missile and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I oftentimes, I, you know, I'm, I'm reading Imitation of Christ, so like that'll be kind of my meditation to prepare for it. Good. Um, you know, I was at um. Do you this are you are you able to use your TV now? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Exodus has uh, has essentially ended. <laughs> yeah, Exodus ended a long time ago for me. Yeah, but then I got to tell you, but this is also the, the there's a there's a meme that Jen sent me, and that's it. This is the lentiest Lent that was ever Lented. And it won't relent. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Dr. Pepper. No, I, I'm pointing to it because Exodus ended a long time ago. Oh, I see. Yeah, man. Yeah, some people just have no self-control. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but don't you, feel, don't you feel like out of all lengths that you've experienced, wherever you've been in your, in your walk with Christ, this has got to be the most 
pedal to the metal reality of what it was like when Christ was placed in the tomb. Yeah, I think it's challenging me to be even more intentional with my prayer life, with uh, just paying attention to what I'm doing, paying attention yeah. to your thoughts and all, all kinds of things. Because we don't have, we just don't have the ability to just go into confession anymore. Mm -hmm. So we have to Keep live. It's it's like uh, my mom talks about you know, the most important thing that you could ever do is is be flexible, to, to be adaptable. And this is forcing me to be really adaptable to, to the point where like, okay, now I have to really take a look at my life and make sure that I'm not committing any sort of mortal sin, any sort of venial sin. Like I'm trying, man. Mm -hmm. That's hard. But, mm -hmm. uh, but this yeah, is, this, this um, Lent is very I'm, I'm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is I've been thinking about this, but you've, you've of course, read and been reading uh, Bishop Athanasius Schneider's book, Ecclesius Vincis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when he talks about what it was like getting to Mass. Dude, talk about providence, too, because the beginning of the book is him talking about how, like, well, we didn't have the sacraments. Yeah. We were just living in exile, trying to get did you, by. Did you ever see Silence? Yeah, I did. Not a fan of that we won't movie. Talk, but, the, yeah. ending, the ending's a hot piece of garbage, but up until the ending, I thought was... But one thing about that, that movie that's very good is the heroics of, you know, those, those poor Japanese peasants keeping the faith alive when there just isn't a priest. And, mm -hmm. there's a mass, and, they, you know, and they know it. It's not like they started their own weird religion. There was nobody there to, to do the sacraments, and they kept that. No confession, no Holy Communion, that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm so impressed when I think about the history of Catholicism all over the world. Because we've had it so easy for so long. Yeah. And so when, you know, when we choose not to go to mass or choose not to go to confession or choose to tune out of our faith, it's not that the church isn't there. It's that we have the choice just to walk away from it. Yeah. And now it's like, well, suppose that you don't have the church now. Suppose that you don't have, have the Eucharist in the same way. And of course, there's, of course, I'm not downplaying spiritual communion, quite the opposite. But we know what it's like to be physically, just the proximity of being close to God, you know? It's, it really is devastating. This is why it really feels like a, a, an absurd Lent. It's a Lent to remember. It's going to be the, the title of our next movie. A Lent That's to right, remember. a Lent to remember. Greatest <laughs> <laughs> Lent ever told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, the other end soon? No, I don't think so. I think we're we're in it for another month or so. Oh, you think that's long, huh? So, yeah. But do you know what? I was thinking the other day uh, during mass, there was a, uh, let me see if I can find this photo. It was, um, let's see if I have the date. I don't have the date, but anyway, it was an offertory prayer. Um, I think it was last week. Um, mm-hmm. And the offertory prayer was, upon the rivers of Babylon, there we sat and wept when we remembered the Sion. And I was just thinking, man, this is me and the boys right now because we have our thread that's, going. That's, yeah. And I'm just thinking about, man, I remember when I could go to mass and, you know, <laughs> just kind of just have a normal life, drive to St. Vitus and just go in and go to mass and be a normal person. <laughs> it's you know what's funny is this is going to sound so bad, but I think everyone understands this. When you have, um, I think about this with sin, right? Mortal sins and venial sins. Because if there's one thing about our, it, it, and it's very funny about our human life, but we know this. We are like, okay, you know, there are some sins which like you do them on a whim and you're like, oh crap. And there are other sins which, which definitely have some premeditation. So that you can tell the devil's fighting and you allow yourself to give in. And what's funny is that in the back of your head, after such moments, you're like, okay, well, there's always confession Saturday. Now, of course, you can't game the system. You can't go, I'm going to sin because I'm going to go to confession, and it's fine. But yeah, the that, point that would is, be like, is like that's that would be presumption. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that invalidates <clears throat> the sacrament. Fun fact. Yeah. But one thing that's interesting is that that's that's actually part of the the hope and the in the humility that you should have going to confession. It's like, okay, well, I need, I know, I know what I've done is wrong, and I need to get right with God. And this is the time, this is the method in which it's going to be done. Now it's confession only in the case of emergency, which is brought up. Father Fry had a really, really good homily about perfect contrition not too long ago, mm -hmm. which is completely true, of course. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's brought up the fact of what would you do if you now just don't have access to the sacraments willy-nilly? 
and it's of course it's 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 the heart of of a huge slew of, of things uh, the Wooflu is doing. But uh but yeah, it's it's heart wrenching. And I'm seeing like chats talking about this a little bit, but yeah, I think I think so. I think that uh people are longing for the return. People are longing for the return of the king. And I think it's gonna it really is gonna make us more grateful Catholics because I, I already am like I would I'm like wow I would really die for the mass. Yeah like, literally if 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 this was a scenario and it was hey we're going to keep going and having mass even if the authorities don't want it to i i'd do it i i i'm willing to risk whatever that means Me for the sake of my soul and the soul of my family mm-hmm. because i i don't know i think that the the potential could be there i think the possibility is there for people to say oh well you know people shouldn't uh, shouldn't gather around for mass anymore yeah and then what are we going to do we're going to lose our life <laughs> nothing nothing makes me more upset than essential businesses open so you know i've gone to the oh, grocery man. store and all that kind of stuff but but i'm looking i'm looking in italy this is this is big right because catholicism is even if it's even if in a lot of ways it's catholicism is way more cultural so to speak um but there's like, you know, I was listening to the story of this old priest who did a procession and it was a procession maintaining social distances. But he was like, yeah, I'm taking the Eucharist where it belongs, out to the people, out to the streets. And he was cited. And there was another story of people, uh, a priest offered mass and people were outside the doors, just dying to get in or to be as close to God as they could. And, you know, the police came in and shut it down. And I was like, man, not since. I was like, I, I, I'm reminded of, can you imagine when, when the Italian Revolution uh went ahead and just like the papal states was lost <laughs> and just like having such a clear moment of, of the state in, in in america when we talk about separation of church and state people forget the inverse which is that the state has no right to infringe mm-hmm. on the matters of the church and but they do all the time and that'd be one of the cases that's what like, it really means <laughs> yeah like the state has absolutely no right to tell you that mass isn't essential because not only is it essential it's the most essential it is the reason, in fact, if you read a book like uh, How the Catholic Church Built Western Civilization, one of the arguments is that the, the Western civilization revolves around the mass. The entirety, like Christendom is a real concept and its entire structure is around the transubstantiation of our Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Catholics, I think this is now going to internalize it because we don't have it. Anthony is bringing up a good point. Uh, he says that uh, think of all the eucharistic abuses that have been minimized i agree <laughs> god be praised god be praised joke so joking many, like, joking around though there i did see a Novosordo mass televised and they put they put up some uh felt banners into this place that didn't have it before <laughs> no you actually saw that yeah they brought in felt banners to this chapel that didn't have it no before. Way. <clears throat> so i thought it was kind of funny but Anyways, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, Anthony <laughs> makes a very good point. And one thing that's very funny to think about is, you know, I've, I've been reading a couple articles on how this is, as we talked about a couple with a couple years ago, with the summer of shame, our lady sometimes uses, you know, we know that Christ sometimes purges the church with holy fire and nothing happens without, uh, without a reason. And I think that this whole Corona, I'm sorry, we flew thing is a is a uh, is a perfect example of it's not the black death in terms of lethality in terms of of what it's doing but it's a good example of telling us memento mori mm-hmm. on ash wednesday you know they say you are destined unto dust you shall return but we don't really think about our mortality because we live in a society where people just don't die right when people die they're shunned away but you don't really i mean look at our top pillars you know the fact that we have substance abuse car accidents and suicide, you know, are our three of our three of our top contenders. Means, yeah, it's there's preventative measures. You don't think about it like that. This is a perfect example of, of asking genuinely, where are you with God? Like seriously, when you I, don't yeah. have your job, when you don't have like when you potentially don't have your family because of how the wufu is raging, when you don't have the mass, where do you and your soul sit? Now people are are being forced to ask themselves that question. You know? Yeah, and. It's, I think it's, you know, again, it's, it's abrupt, but I think that God understands how he made us. And this is the best way that we understand is being smacked in the face about this. 
I really hope it doesn't last for another month, though. <laughs> I, I hope so. Because, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this week I got a little frustrated. Not because of, I mean, because of the mass, obviously, but other things like, oh, I need to get this particular thing and I can't go to the store. And I, if I order it online, it's going to take a month to get here. And it's like, man, this is, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Grace says it's basically time out for us. That, that is, is time out. <laughs> Actually, this that would be the worst punishment. Can you imagine? Uh, this is this is life goals, parent goals. You want to be able to tell your kids, okay, look, if you don't like sit down and do your homework, uh, you are not. I'm not letting you stay for the second match. But I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna do to, it. You're going to the Norris order with Grandma. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that is yeah. That would be yeah torture. Do you believe this? Do you believe that? So do you believe that this is going to further the revival of? The, you know the restoration so to speak something I, like this i don't know maybe if people are tuning in if, if for some reason maybe divine providence they happen to be watching the stream or they ran into livemass.net and they're like wow what is this this is mm -hmm. catholic you know and they're like whoa I, this is crazy i think it's going to i think what it's going to do what i hope it does is i hope it rekindles the understanding of eucharistic processions for instance mm. amongst people because that for me that has been some of the most powerful imagery to come out like a single priest mm. you know he's not trying to get in trouble but he's also doing what god commands of him taking you know the sacrament to the people and people in their on the balconies in italy and all these other places making the sign of the cross bowing as this priest goes through the streets um there's again to this story of this older priest um you know, the police uh, walked up to him while he was doing his thing. And they were like, hey, you need, like, I, we need to see your papers. We're going to have to give you a citation. And he was like, well, I'm holding the precious, you know, sacrament. So I'm not going to, he's like, so take it from my pockets. Like, do what you got to do, but I'm not, I'm not letting this go. And I was like, that is a, that is a heroic man of God right there. That is, that is something that we are all called to be. Can you imagine at the end of your life? you uh you're you're you know you're at the uh at the judgment in front of jesus you know and, and he's like hey did you realize like what you did you i was right in front of you right there and you just pretended like i wasn't there i mean <laughs> i've sorry I've, I've, always, <laughs> I've always thought about when christ says uh you know to people who say yeah lord i knew you he goes i do not know you yeah that's can you imagine hearing that like i, I never knew you it's like oh <laughs> yeah, who do you turn yeah, to getting... then? <laughs> There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my uh oh oh hey, uh hello Chris Marino. Thank you so much for for watching uh watching our 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 live stream, our broadcast. We very much appreciate this. He says this time of live stream masses has actually contributed to some people dipping their toes in the Latin mass. That is true. And uh one of the examples, of course, is that a lot of people are asking. Where do I go for the mass now? So in my own family, mm -hmm. I can tell you that uh, I've been, my, my parents, of course, been watching EWTN. And thank God for something like EWTN in a time like this, obviously. Um, they're pretty solid. Like, yeah, they're pretty solid. And I think that, I think that, hope, I think that there'll, there'll be a lot of really, po as, as things change and shift, you know. Um, but EWTN's done some live mass or some, some Latin mass streams, of course. And they've had, Father Friar's been on with them, certainly enough times. So, yeah, I, I think I told my parents about LiveMass.net, told my little sister not too long ago. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think this does because most likely your parish, like your personal parish, probably doesn't have the, the setup for live streaming. Um, it's not hard to live stream, but, like, the real kind of solid footwork to do it does take a, does take a little bit of know-how. And that's okay. It took, it took us, like, uh, what, an hour? To figure out how to work this out <laughs> yeah and they're, still, and they're still figuring out all the kinks right because yeah. there's uh you know we can we can start playing with elements and stuff later mm -hmm. uh obs is a, is a is a good software but it's uh but it's 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 not what i'm completely used to it's a learning curve uh, it's, it's a whole new program it's a learning yeah. curve yeah 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 um but no i so. think that's right and what's nice is that um because i think a lot of people are looking for the heroic catholics at this time period too mm -hmm. so there's this interest in catholics actually doing heroic things and by heroic oftentimes i mean like sometimes things that are in violation of uh certain uh protocols <laughs> on society currently uh i'm do not you, saying you should um, do it by the way governor newsom didn't hear from me <laughs> <laughs> did you do you, did you hear what 
I'm sorry, real quick. Did you hear what, did you hear what Garcetti said that, you know, it's like, you've heard the saying stitches, snitches get stitches, but with us, snitches get rewards. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to report all the people walking around. I don't know if there's anybody walking around right now. <laughs> you turn around, let's see. No, oh. Nobody on the street. Ooh. Just the, no. the solitary cone here. <laughs> Report the code. Yeah, I'm gonna report Lendo, the code. Please take care of that. You know, I could use I could use a couple extra bucks, Mister Newsom. <laughs> That's right. Hey, has your have your government check arrived yet? No, not yet. I was gonna buy a dog with it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure yet. But hey, do you think that maybe all of this suffering that we have to endure of not being the mass, not having the mass available for us to go to? Uh, do you think that maybe we're we're being called to suffer? Like this is penance for the world. Like we have to like suffer a little bit for for the world. You know, like. And I'm not talking about Mother Nature here, people. I'm talking about souls, eternal souls. Well, you know, what? I am going to bring Mother Nature into this in one way. The answer is, I think that that's a very interesting take, and I would be, I would, I would agree with it. And the reason why is because we haven't this next decade, we're going to really start feeling the effect of, of the evil that we've let, we've let go on. <laughs> and, um, and one thing that's, that's, we have to talk about seriously is that when you have things like paganism inside the Vatican, when you have things like, you know, sex abuse cover-up of, of children and teenagers, and when you have the enormous amount of financial scandal and ruin to the glory of God and his church, yeah, this is something that the lady, it's not, I'm not saying it's, it's complicity like God's going to hold against you being a devout Catholic, obviously, that's, that's silly. But yeah, this is something that sometimes you have to understand that the sins of the father affect or become the sins of the son. And so just as Christ says, if you break one tenth of the law, it's as if you broke all of it. When Christ's church, which is his only method of salvation placed upon us in the world, we, we, our human element, blemish it and really deliberately blemish it. We allow the smoke of Satan to enter. Again, it makes sense that, that it's going to take God to opening a window and cracking it out. We're going to get caught up in that a little bit. And so I think, yeah, I think, but I think that's a good take. I think if Catholics look at this, like, instead of, because there's, there was an, in, there's a lot of pride in the beginning. I noticed this, right? Oh, I think there's a lot of people who obviously really don't want the master of the way. I think everyone wants that. But then everyone started talking about, well, how do we get it? in other places yeah what well, do we where do we go do? Mm-hmm. yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> like do we there was i mean there's there are people out there now fringe fringe uh fringe liberal theologians who are saying well you can conform your own bread and wine at home as a as a, as a consecrated host and the answer is no <laughs> i can't <laughs> no you can't <laughs> i mean with god yeah, is, I mean, god anything is possible but uh, yeah. I don't have consecrated hands. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I would nope. never even try it. Even if they said you can do it, I'm like, no. <laughs> None of the magisterium yeah, I, matches up to that. Like, why would you even throw that stupid suggestion out? There's a difference. Have you ever seen the your... movie uh, uh, The Big Lebowski? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and you know Donnie, he's always popping into the conversations, and they're like shut the f up donnie like oh, that's what i, I want to say to these guys like what are you talking yeah, about <laughs> you're out of your element dude you you mentioned yeah. windows earlier you want to hear a window joke oh yeah yes please all right so what you know, like one of those things that uh that was said about the second vatican council was that they wanted to open up the windows you know to get the, the air in into the church right well, you know what happens when you open up the windows, right? What? You let the bugs in. Bugnini. <laughs> <laughs> Bugnini. <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know who Bugnini is, look him up. You could thank him. Oh, for, look him up. You could you could thank him for N I N I. Yeah, Bugnini. So you could thank him for all the liturgical reforms you can thank him for the felt banners that they're hanging up apparently in sanctuaries mm-hmm. in uh, live streams you know <laughs> mm-hmm. well we got about nine minutes left uh how, how do we want to wrap this one up yeah so again uh for everybody who is listening or oh let's take questions let's take questions 
That's right. Ten That's minutes of right. questions. Let's go see if there's right. any questions. Uh, scroll through and see if you can find some. While I do that, I'm going to remind everybody, uh, thank you so much again for listening. We're going to be going for another nine minutes. At seven o'clock, there is mass. I highly encourage you I'll drop to the link. watch and to participate. And um, that is going to be at livemass.net. All you need to do is go there and about five minutes before mass, just click the little play button and it should have the stream nice and queued up. That's our church at St. Vitus. You'll be seen. And that's our priest. Here's the um, link in the chat. Yes. Oh. Thank you. The link in the chat as well as some Fs in the chat, please. Sorry. One <laughs> sec. Um, is that my social security number instead? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is also the time, if you haven't already, please go ahead and give us a like. The more likes that we have, the, the obviously the more the algorithm likes us. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe because every little subscription and every little share, by the way, helps us grow our channel. Again, if we can get 100 subscribers, we can actually start doing community posts, which is really awesome. I also think that's what, that's what your darling fiance was talking about a couple days oh, ago yeah. with 100, mm -hmm. I suspect. Um, oh, uh, we have a question, and I'll have you start with it. What has been your biggest spiritual fruit you've gotten out of quarantine? The biggest spiritual fruit for me is morning and evening prayer. At the back of my missile, there's a, a section for the morning and a section for the evening. And it's the perfect way to start the day. It's, um, let me get it and I'll, I'll explain why. You keep talking. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go into mine while you kind of get that. Um, I've, two things have really done it. First off, just understanding God's, like the gift of family and the gift of family time has been really important for me. Like, uh, Jen and I have been spending more time together. I've been calling my family in Colorado a lot more, just interacting, you know, playing, just being with each other and not having like distractions and, and working from home also has allowed me to like kind of set a schedule that really reflects around family, which is really, really important. And uh, yeah, and so that's been good. And then for my own spiritual reading, I'm still going through Imitation of Christ. And now alone in my house, there's a lot of time to really hit that. And I hit it a little bit before mass a lot of times. And that gives me kind of the strength I need to, to see how God is working in my life that day. Awesome. Yeah, so for, for the morning prayers, there's an act of faith, hope, charity, contrition. And it's just, it sets your day up to realize that you have to be vigilant of everything that you're doing, your, your thoughts, your words, everything that you're doing. So it sets you up perfectly, you know, in, in this time of, of quarantine where we don't have the sacraments where it's, mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, all right, this is how I'm going to start my day and this is how I'm going to continue the day. I'm going to try and stay on this path, path yeah. that the, the Lord provided. We have another question here. Uh, what's your favorite pipe tobacco? I can show you, Joel. Uh, it's a mix. This is this is my pipe tobacco that I would have on a desert island. If this is the only one that I could ever have for the rest of my life, Nat Sherman 314. If if that wasn't my my original pick, my second one is this. Eileen's Dream. Hey. It's got the shamrock <laughs> on it. Love that Irish little flair there. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. I I have two. Uh, one of them I don't have the the tin, but it's it, it was Dunhill. Now Dunhill's been bought by um by uh, I can't remember Peterson. Peterson, thank you. Peterson. But it was Dunhill's morning blend, and that was just a nice, really, really mild tobacco. Now kind of like milder tobacco, so that was really nice. And then you can't go wrong with some Captain Black uh, cherry, <laughs> which uh, isn't overtly cherry, but man, this is one of the smoothest tobaccos. This is definitely a dessert tobacco, and it's just it's just such an enjoyable smoke. So a couple, a bowl, a bowl and a half of that, and uh, and that that makes me completely happy. Um, where were you both baptized? I was baptized at St. Thomas Aquinas, which is a church in Rio Rancho, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So uh, that's, and I, I know that recently because I had to get my baptismal stuff in order to get married. <laughs> I was baptized <clears throat> here in Los Angeles uh, at uh, this little chapel in downtown LA. Um, what else do we have here? What's your take on the crusader Catholics that want to rebel and the contemplative Catholics that are accepting <laughs> our restrictions during this time? Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I think that eventually if things keep going the way that they are, we're going to have to take up our sword a little bit. Um, I have a sword over here. Let's see if I got one over here. <laughs> I don't have one, but, uh, 
I have a I have a gat. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'll I'll have that strapped on me. <laughs> um, I would say yeah, I would say that in the beginning I think I think it was harder to accept, definitely. And now I'm getting really cagey, which is true. And and I might have an opportunity, plot twist, uh, the moment my COVID-19 test comes back, which will be negative, God willing, uh, I will have the opportunity to actually film the mass, which is what I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I would say it really is tough. But again, we have to be rooted in history and in prayer for this one, too. Obedience is important. This isn't the first time in history that masses have been shut, by the way. It wasn't as universal during 100 years ago at the Spanish plague. But there were dioceses that that did stop the mass. So we do know that this has happened before, and it's just something that we have to deal with. And you know, it's it's what your parents say all the time: offer it up. Yep. Like imagine how much purgatory time we can work off right now if we just go. You know, it's like that meme. Uh, I uh, I don't like to do. It's from it's from the Baltimore Catechism. Uh, I don't like this. I don't Jesus. like this, Lord. For you. <laughs> but I'll do it for you. He's like eating broccoli. <laughs> it's like, dude, broccoli's good, man. What are you talking about? Do you see there's that one meme that's like, uh, mama ain't raised no set of a contest. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> oh, uh... um, excellent. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Again, in half an hour, Mass is starting at livemass.net. So please go ahead and do your soul and your church some good and check that out. Uh, this is awesome. I think that we'll be doing some more like kind of FaceTime stuff, some more... Uh, quarantine lockdown stuff definitely and uh, again you can follow us on twitter at glad trad podcast uh you can also see our other podcasts where they're hosted which is here on youtube of course you can go to buzzsprout uh com, or of course on apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, radio uh stitcher like everywhere a podcast is you can see and hear more of our shows please go ahead and give this one a like please go ahead and subscribe hit the notification bell if you'd be so kind and don't forget to share this with Catholics or non-Catholics who are just hungry for some good content at this time in our history. Yeah, we're, we're new. So, you know, we have different hot takes. And, hot uh, takes. you know, if you're bored of uh, all the other podcasters, <laughs> Give us we're, a spin. we're trying oh, to. And, uh, uh, if you have if you have episode suggestions, I've been seeing people <clears> in the chat. <throat> go ahead and give us really, really good suggestions. So please go ahead and send those our way, too. You can just do that right on our Twitter at Gladtrad Podcast, or you can even email us at uh, gladtradpodcast at gmail.com. No problem. A lot of you actually have our personal info. He's Rudy Carlos. I'm Jordan Pacheco. So yeah, please continue to hit us up. This interaction is really, really awesome. So we really yeah. do appreciate it. It's neat. Awesome. Neat. Well, keep us in your prayers. And yes. We're all praying for you too. And mm-hmm. um, we appreciate you. So Yeah. God bless you. May I keep you. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Oh, my God.